This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Chippy, I remember my father said when he, he was born in 1926, and he said, I never thought, nobody did, Glenn, when I was young, that we could go to the moon. He said, the things that I have seen in my lifetime are remarkable. He felt that I was going to see even more change in my lifetime than he saw in his. And you, you are. That's remarkable. You didn't have electricity. You had nothing. That's right. That's right. Um, we sensed it. What, um, uh, what's the most remarkable change you have witnessed? What's the biggest, what's the thing that makes you now at 102 say, I can't believe I saw this? For that, oh, this time is so short. For that, we would have to go into the political situation that's taking place today, okay? In a and, good way or a bad way? And, and there, there's so much to talk about in, in regards to that. Uh, you know, what I would rather allude to, uh, Glenn, I want to say this, and I think this goes right across human nature from 10-year-old to universally graduate, potential. A man who we all know very well, okay? I know we know it. He's on TV. And it's funny how you, how you take to these things and, and, and they become very important to you. But you, and the point is this. If a man can affect the general public in what he says, what he develops, what he, what he does... In the general sense, in the general sense of a total population, he becomes famous. He's honored and revered. In this particular case, where this gentleman went to the hospital to visit his dad, who was dying from cancer, he walks into the hospital room, and his dad, with a weak hand and index finger, goes like this, and. He leans over the rail. Listen to this, folks. He said, Billy, he said, one thing I regret in my life, I did not reach my potential. Just think of that. Think, the man is dying. He's not concerned about the fact that he's dying. That's a given. He still has the logic and reasoning while he's leaving his life on this earth, to, to, to know that he could have done better and did not reach his potential. So is that the... What? People try to embellish that in your mind. Tell your 10-year-old children, the high school graduate, the college, the university, the one thing that should be embellished in your mind is the potential of what you can do. So is that the what if? Do you have any what ifs? Oh, what if? Yeah. Yes, very quickly. This is very important with the general population, especially the young people today. I know of a half a dozen uh, terrible situations that are happen happening where uh, uh, a young man and a young woman are going to get married. Within two or three weeks before their wedding, he pulls the money out. He doesn't want to get married no more. She bought a dress 
and she doesn't know what to do. They're not going to get married. I had that very situation happen to me, and this is a, a for if. Um, Mary was a registered nurse in Kings County Hospital, and she used to play tennis with Dr. Theodore Remusen, a brain surgeon in Kings County Hospital in 1936 and 37. That's when I met Mary, and that's when we got married, okay? Uh, after two years, I, I was a young, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Mary said she proposed to me for two years because we were in love, and I didn't know what to do. My father was Catholic, my mother evangelical. She was Catholic. She said, please, your mother and dad are always fighting. Please become a Catholic. I took the tenets and everything I read them. I became Catholic. I say this because to show you the force and, and, and the purpose of what I had in this proposal of marriage that I made finally. Okay? And a week or two, be, uh, we, we were preparing to look for an apartment. The what if? The what if? We were preparing to, uh, to, to find an apartment, to go out and buy sheets and, uh, and furniture and stuff of that nature. This was a given between Mary and I. I came home from work. I drove home from work one Friday afternoon, and I'm thinking, boy, Mary and I are going to get together tomorrow, Saturday. I'm going to, we're going to go to Fortune Off downtown. We're going, to, we're going to buy the furniture, the sheets. Well, maybe look for an apartment, okay? That's how committed we were, okay? Friday, I go to meet Mary to tell her tomorrow we're going shopping. And she said, Chip, she said, I'm playing tennis with Dr. Rasmussen tomorrow. He's picking me up at 12 o'clock. Call it vanity. Call it, I, I, was, uh, I was jealous. Call it what you want. I had an argument with Mary. Okay, she said he was going to pick her up at noontime. <clears throat> what if I went home and I had the most miserable night of my life making a decision if she didn't have the values that I had at a point in time where we were going to get married, I was ready to cut it off exactly with what is going on today with hundreds of couples. It could have happened to me. Now I want you to look at a, at, a, at a marriage that took 56 years. I have 18 grandchildren, 30 great-grandchildren. You know, I could have thrown that thing over the loop. Be careful the choices that you make. And don't be too hasty. I mean, and you know also what I think? If that were the young lady today, you know what she would say? Get lost. <laughs> um, Chippy, have, you, have, that you, have you looked? Have you looked at? Have you seen this time period that we're in before in America? Are we just repeating history and it's all going to be fine and there's nothing to worry about? We talked about that. You talked about that, okay? And you know, you and Harry had that they exchange back and forth. They. Believe me, this is the greatest country in the world. All these little splinters all around the world, no matter who they are, China, Russia, Japan, United States is top banana. We are going to be okay. And you know what? 
the money that's going to flow into the United States, and there's going to be an interruption here, and it's going to be sooner than later. But the question is, how long is it going to last? Mm-hmm. Okay, for the long term, how many people are going to die between now and when it happens and when it's readjusted again? And how many people are going to lose almost everything within this period? We, are, we have a period coming up that is going to be devastating, I think. And you laid it out beautifully this I t- morning. I, t- I, t- I tell you, Chippy, as, as we were, um, I-, I keep saying that it doesn't matter. The way we have always made it is we have always depended on each other, that we're always good to each other. Is this, is, am I looking back with rose-colored glasses on our past? Were people in the Great Depression, did they help each other or were they at each other's oh, absolutely, throats? Absolutely, absolutely, yes. They didn't. They weren't. They weren't at each other's throats. Nobody was calling no, each other. But in periods of austerity and suffering, when you don't have bread and you don't have food, you don't have this. You know what you have? You have a relationship. Somebody you can talk to. And just think about that. And maybe you help me. And maybe you know you talk to him and he can help you. Yes, that's what I call austerity and. I, I say that the colleges and universities should make austerity a, an austerity subject that should be studied, especially today, where everybody thinks, that's ah, okay, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to be CEO. doesn't work that way. What, was, what would be your advice to um, um, people who are... Um, my advice? 20 years old and just starting out in the work world. Yeah, because when you say these young people today, that's pretty much everybody. We're, we're, talking, uh, to, you. we're talking to Chippy, who's 101, almost 102 years old, seen, seen everything and remembers it all. I see what's going on in the colleges. And, uh, and you know, when something, regardless what it is, needs change, Right? It takes time. Now, you see, we're having, the, we're having a transition in our government with the, with the presidential election. Obama's going to be out, and uh, Donald Trump is going to be in. Do you know what? He has an army of people researching for 4,500 jobs in the government that are going to be wiped out, cleaned up, from the Obama situation to come and follow a policy, hopefully, that's going to be a good policy to follow, okay? In schooling, in the university, it doesn't work that way. They're still entrenched, whoever they are. Uh, You can't go in there and say, well, now look, we did it in the government. Let's clear clear our education. Doesn't work that who way. Who is the president? Oh, you take take the time factors. Who is the president that mm. you were most surprised at? That you thought this guy's not going to be uh, any good, <clears throat> but was great. You know, you may not like this. Oh boy, <laughs> Richard Nixon was one of my favorites, and I'll tell you why. Mm. He exposed uh, 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 President Roosevelt went to Yalta and met with uh, Stalin, Stalin. and sitting next to 
that, that uh, yeah, Stalin yeah. was Alger Hiss. Yes. And Alger Hiss, you know, and I understand how these things work. We, we were related with Russia and yeah, so yeah, forth, yeah. but we weren't really a- a- allies, okay? Alger Hiss was spilling our secrets or whatever our procedures he was a, were. He was a flat-out right. communist right. spy. Communist. Richard Nixon nailed him. There was the yeah, McCarthy right. situation yes, yes. that came into play. They nailed him. He went to jail. Alger Hiss went remember? to jail for 18 months, I believe. Yeah, I think a little longer than that. A little longer to- than that. And he was involved with, uh, uh, with uh, Whitaker Chambers. Yes. The papers of yes. Whitaker Chambers, a book yes. that wide, and the papers in the pumpkins that they yeah. hid. Oh and God. the way Alger Hiss was was pinpointed by his uh, 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 a paper that was typed yeah. because of his typewriter. Yeah. They found the typewriter and they relay, oh, what stories? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chippy, it is always good to see you. When is your birthday? May 24th. Every year, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Don't send me. Did you ever think? Did you Don't ever think? Did you ever think you would make it past two thousand? I remember uh, thinking two thousand was crazy. <clears throat> when I when I was forty, forty five, people were living to sixty five, sixty eight, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. And at that age, I, I was saying to myself, "Good grief! If I can live another thirty years to seventy. I had that implanted in my mind. I would be happy. I made 70, 80, 90. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see you when you're 110. <laughs> I, I, I'm working on it. <laughs> it is good to see you. God bless you. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep. And I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.